welcome each and every one of you to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. How are all you doing out there on this Wednesday? Oh man, we have got a great show for you because I'm going to have Kate Norm on and we are going to talk everything Kennesaw State basketball. Yes, I do believe I am the only sports show in the state of Georgia that's paying this much attention to Kennesaw State basketball and let me tell you why. Back in November of 2010 when Kennesaw State did the improbable and they upset Georgia Tech at the Convocation Center in Kennesaw, Georgia, the local Atlanta sports talk stations did not say a word about it because it was the same day that Michael Vick broke all those records on Monday Night Football as the Eagles were taking on Washington. And I felt like that needed to be covered because that was the biggest win in Kennesaw State history. Well, they take on Liberty this Thursday night in what will be the biggest game at the Convocation Center since they took on Georgia Tech back in 2010. And Kate Norm is going to be on the show, and we're going to talk Kennesaw State basketball. That's right. We're also going to recap the Super Bowl, Rihanna, and the commercials, and talk a little Atlanta United soccer. That's going to be a lot of fun. I had to do it. That intro music was courtesy of the phone wait time. And it was a pretty funny Super Bowl commercial as well. You're welcome. So here's what's going on for the remainder of the week. You know, my first two episodes starting out this week, I did not have a guest. I'm going to have Kate on today. Tomorrow, I'm not going to have a guest. It's a weird week because I'm not doing a live show at Ivy. But Friday, I will have DJ Jones on. So just two guests this week. But if you want to be a guest, hit me up. You know the drill. All right. This is a good show. I promise you, like Carl Lewis, when he sang the national anthem, I'll make up for it. We do got some sports stories to get to, including probably a preview of the Eastern Conference Finals. The Bucks were taking on the Celtics on TNT last night. The Las Vegas Raiders released Derek Carr. Does that mean that they are going to sign Aaron Rodgers? And the Eagles lose both their coordinators to head coaching positions. Are the Eagles a one-hit wonder? The Milwaukee Bucks defeated the Boston Celtics in what could possibly be a preview of the Eastern Conference Finals, 131 to 125 in overtime, and the Bucks are only a half a game behind the Boston Celtics. Drew Holiday, who's been a lockdown defender, also a great offensive piece for the Bucks with 40 points, and the Milwaukee Bucks look like the best team in the East. That one's for you, Bobby Z. All right, it is a red out tonight at the Lumpkin Center as the Columbus State Cougars and Lady Cougars are going to take on Georgia Southwestern out of America's Georgia. Come on out to the Lumpkin Center. If you can't make it, you can listen to 88.5 WCUG Cougar Radio with, you guessed it, the play-by-play announcer for Columbus State, Scott Miller. Does a great job. I love listening to Scott Miller. A big shout out to Kevin Eckleberry up in LaGrange. He is like the hardest working sports reporter that I know. A long time ago, I actually reached out to him and asked him if he wanted to be on the podcast. And, you know, he's a busy guy. It's hard to get Kevin Eckleberry. But he has been covering LaGrange sports and doing a phenomenal job. The Grangers from LaGrange beat Troop County. 78-51 78-51 to 51 in the Region 4 4A tournament. And 
you know, Troop was able to beat North Clayton in the play-in game to get into this tournament. LaGrange is now 20-6, and six, and LaGrange has qualified for the state tournament. And if they beat Whitewater, they'll play Whitewater on Thursday at 5.30 p.m. It's going to be at Whitewater. If they beat Whitewater, they're going to host a first-round game. So a great job by Kevin Eckleberry to continue bringing the best coverage of LaGrange sports out there. And I don't think there's anybody that does it better. When I think of somebody that covers sports in a small town, I think of Kevin Eckleberry, and he's just everywhere. He was at the Shaw Callaway game calling that baseball game. He's at LaGrange versus Troop County. You know, he's everywhere. Congratulations to the Valley Rams for picking up their victory in the first round of the 5A state playoffs for Alabama, beating Sylacauga 77-40. They pushed their record to 29-0, led by 18 points and 10 rebounds from Denial Dooley. Cam Dooley chipped in with 15 points. Congratulations to head coach Marshawn Harper, and good luck the rest of the way in the state playoffs. Well, the Harris County Tigers boys varsity basketball team defeated Drew 62-46 in the first round of the 5A Region 3 tournament. Cameron Phillips had 22 points. Their next foe is going to be against undefeated McIntosh. They will travel up to McIntosh to take on McIntosh in the semifinal, trying to earn a berth into the state championship playoffs well the smith station panthers have a new head football coach and his name is bryant garrison bryant garrison takes over for head coach mike glisson and this is a tough job i honestly think smith station playing at 7a you got to play central you got to play auburn you got to play enterprise you got to play prattville and now you got to play opelika it is what we would like to call a group of death in 7A. But I think that Coach Brian is going to be up to the challenge. So welcome to the Smith Station Panther family. And I know that is going to be a great ride. You know, Bill Bailey does the games for Smith Station. And he's also the play-by-play announcer for LaGrange College Athletics. But Smith Station really loves their football. I was Able to call several Smith Station games last season for football, including the opener against the LaGrange Grangers and the biggest upset I ever witnessed in high school football when they beat Prattville. But Coach Garrison, he is going to do well. He was a graduate assistant under Nick Saban. Yes, I am reading his bio. Yes, a Nick Saban disciple. That is what you want out of your football coach to just learn as much as you can from the master, Nick Saban. Absolutely. Auburn gets a bounce-back win at Neville Arena over the Missouri Tigers, 89-56. to This game was over before people could get in their seats. Auburn's now 18-8. and You know, they were considered one of the top seeds at one time, but they have fell hard. This is a way to get back on track. They got to win the rest of their games. They got a tough one, including against Kentucky at Rupp Arena. 
have to play Alabama again, and they got to play Tennessee. It's going to be tough, but Auburn is going to make the tournament. There's no doubt in my mind that Auburn is going to make the NCAA tournament. They're just too talented. Bruce Pearl is a great coach that has a lot of talent on the Auburn Tigers. Now let's talk about the Georgia Bulldogs. You know, when people ask me, who is your favorite college basketball team? Well, it varies because I'm a fan of basketball teams in different eras. Like my favorite basketball team from the early 90s was the 1990 UNLV Running Rebels. And then I liked the 1992 Michigan Wolverines with the Fab Five. Fast forward it later when I was living in Memphis and I was a fan of the Memphis Tigers when John Calipari was the head coach. And I felt that the 2008 Memphis Tigers was one of the best teams not to win a championship. If they would have beat Kansas, would they still get to hang the banner? And why did somebody have to take the SAT for Derrick Rose? These questions always came into my mind. But now, as we see, that I'm a Georgia football fan. When it comes to Georgia basketball, of course I want to see them do good. It's like an Alabama football fan that he's lying to himself He doesn't if he doesn't care about Alabama basketball. Right now they're doing great. They're amazing. They're ranked number one in the AP poll for the first time in 20 years. But that game last night at Stegman Coliseum against LSU, and what a dramatic finish as the Georgia Bulldogs beat the LSU Tigers 65-63. to And is Mike White not the head coach of the year? Definitely the coach of the year in the SEC, but maybe that's just not saying much. Georgia is 16-10. They're probably going to make the NIT. Their resume is not really all that impressive, especially they don't have a whole lot of quality wins. But they did beat an LSU team that only had one win in conference play. And it was a home. But Georgia, who has eclipsed their win total by 10 from last season, that just tells you how bad of a job Tom Green did last year. Yes, he did get Anthony Edwards to the school. But Georgia was bad last year. And those six wins, two of those, one of them was to Memphis and one of them was to Alabama. They beat two tournament teams. Speaking of Alabama, a big game tonight on ESPN2 at Bowling Thompson Arena in Knoxville, Tennessee. Number one, Alabama, taking on number 10, Tennessee. And the big question is, if Tennessee wins, do they storm the court? Do they pull a move like they did in football when they stormed the field, tore down the goalposts, and now it's floating in the Tennessee River? Does the Tennessee basketball team storm the court if they beat Alabama tonight? Alabama is the number one team in the country right now. Yes, we're saying that about basketball. It's weird. But it should be a fun game. I'm looking forward to seeing that. So Derek Carr has been released by the Las Vegas Raiders. Derek Carr, who started the most games at quarterback since 2014, he ended his nine-year career with the Las Vegas Raiders, and he will find another team, I believe, that Derek Carr is going to play for the New Orleans Saints next year. As for the Las Vegas Raiders, well, I mean, hey, this is Jared Stidham's team. No, just kidding. Uh, what about what Jimmy Garoppolo? Would the Las Vegas Raiders make a play for Jimmy G? Or do they go after Aaron Rodgers? One thing's for sure. This is Josh McDaniels. He knows Jimmy Garoppolo from New England. 
but he also is going to have his hands full with this division, especially now Sean Payton's in this division. This is going to be a tall task for the Las Vegas Raiders. But Derek Carr's career is over in Vegas. So the Philadelphia Eagles, as expected, lost both their coordinators to head coaching positions. The Arizona Cardinals hired Jonathan Gannon as the new head coach, and that came after Shane Stetchen got hired by the Indianapolis Colts. This is the first step of seeing a team reaching the Super Bowl become a one-hit wonder. I think the Eagles are good, but their schedule is brutal next year. They have the toughest schedule in the league. They might be a better team next year, but their record is not going to be 13-4. and four. I could tell you that right now. The Eagles are going to lose more games next year, but they might be a better team. That's what happens when you play a tough schedule. The Eagles are going to have a lot of great teams, and I was not completely sold on Nick Sirianni as a head coach. I think that they got rid of Doug Peterson too soon, and really they got rid of Andy Reid when they shouldn't have. So last night, one of the craziest things happened while I was trying to do my research for all these high school playoffs because we got state championships going on in Alabama. We got region tournaments in the state of Georgia. Max Preps was down for maintenance. That's why I appreciate guys like Kevin Eckleberry that update their Twitter. Because how can I do a high school basketball show when I rely on Max Preps? Come on. Let's get it together. Come on, Max Preps. All right, I want to talk about the NFHS Network. Because this is a streaming service that actually broadcasts high school sporting events. Football, basketball, baseball. NFHS Network does it all. In an attempt to try to see if there was any job openings, I reached out to them for a second time. The first time I gave him my resume. Now, I'm putting together a reel of all my famous calls. So make sure you look out for the highlight reel of all the calls that I have done in my broadcasting career to include the Columbus Rapids, the Columbus Lions, high school football, Columbus State soccer, and high school basketball. And I'm hoping to add more to the list when I get there. I will get there. I promise. You have my word. My word is my bond. Don't worry. I will get there. I think it's about that time to bring on Kate Norm. Now, Kate Norm, I met her uh, from, you know, she's got a podcast called the Rookie Contract Podcast, and I reached out to her, and she did a feature on me, and she has a podcast where she does features on key personnel in broadcasting, which I think is fascinating. An up-and-coming broadcaster that, that does a lot of work especially with MLS and the PGA Tour and with Saturday Down South. A lot of great works. So I think it's about that time to bring on Kate Norm. You don't go anywhere. We will be right back with Kate after this quick commercial break. Stick around. Kate Norm has joined the show. Man, Kate. Your second appearance on the sports beat. Great to have you back. How are you doing? 
Oh my gosh, Richard. I feel so special with my second time here. I am so, so excited. Thank you again for allowing me to, to come back on. Absolutely. Like I've said before, you're always welcome to come back on. And we had just a special week because it's after the Super Bowl. We'll get into the Super Bowl and the commercials and Rihanna and of course and all that but your alma mater i wanted to start with this because this is we could see history in about a month selection sunday is march the 12th kennesaw state i'm i'm telling you kate kennesaw state could be punching their ticket to the ncaa tournament i really think so too yes they have they have the energy they have the hot streak everything is working in their favor it's it's looking like a great a great run so far well they are 20 and 6 they're taking on the best team in the atlantic sun on thursday liberty 21 Mm -hmm. and 5 i gotta find a way to get to that game i don't live up in kennesaw anymore but that is going to be the biggest game that's the the game center the game of the season that's everyone's talking everyone's talking this is like their first uh first time meeting this season if I'm if I'm absolutely correct, yeah. But I believe, Kate, this is the biggest game on the campus of Kennesaw State since 2010 when they hosted Georgia Tech. Oh, straight up, without a doubt. Well, this is gonna be this is gonna be a showstopper for sure. I'm I'm excited to see how the top two teams in the A Sun compete, um, especially with a home field. Home court advantage, sorry, for uh KSU. I think I think we're gonna be in for a real a real treat. Uh I'm just I'm just excited to see KSU getting a lot of recognition within Georgia sports because we I mean being a KSU alum, we don't really get a lot of respect uh with that and especially with the basketball team not re- really putting up the numbers as as they have been. Um and now we're turning heads. So really off to a good start. And with Amir Abdurrahim, I always mess up his name, but yes, the he's brother, been doing big things. He is the brother of Sharif Abdurrahim, the Metro Atlanta legend, won a state title at Joseph Wheeler, played for the Hawks. Yes. He's been such a pivotal playmaker for the Owls. I love it. And and a local local man. Well, you got to remember, his first year, he was 1-28. You know, the athletic <laughs> department could have let him go after his first season. They stuck right. with him. They were patient. And look at what Kennesaw State's doing. His fourth season, and, and they're at 20 wins, most in program history. Crazy. You can't, you can't uh, write this. No one had this on their agenda. I certainly... Did not see this happening, but it is great to see the Convocation Center sell out or get more people in there than has ever gone to a basketball game at KSU. Uh, so I love seeing it. And like you said before, I definitely am going to try to go to the game on Thursday because if anything, that's going to be that's going to be a real treat uh, just to see these two teams compete. It'll be really exciting. Um, I just am pumped that it's it's happening, and 
to just see this unfold um before our eyes is really really awesome i i really think they're capable of making the tournament so fingers crossed that would be something i mean georgia basketball schools don't have a whole lot of luck in this ncaa tournament <laughs> i mean georgia basketball even though mike white has turned the program around they did beat kentucky they're 15 and 10 their resume is not very impressive they're not making the ncaa tournament they've only made the ncaa <laughs> tournament Maybe, I don't know, I could count it's less than 10 in the last 30 years. Georgia State, although I, I tell you, oh, I've said Georgia it on my State, podcast, yeah. they miss Ron Hunter. He was a very oh. special coach. And it's just not he the same. He's definitely missed. Mercer, 2014, the year they upset Duke. I mean, oh that, that was a magical season, but, you know, the magic has faded. This is Kennesaw State's year. Yes, Richard, I absolutely love this energy. I'm I'm really hoping that the confidence just extenuates and keeps on going. Uh they have a lot of potential. Um and they they're doing a lot of good things out there. I mean, it's just talking and communicating better than they have on the court. Um which is definitely key components to a successful successful agenda. Um, it's just really, really awesome. I mean, Terrell Burden in uh last game with uh, Jacksonville State on Saturday, like he was like putting up some solid numbers. I'm like, dang, like where was this last season? Like this is incredible to see like all all our guys like actually working together, like we're not you don't have like a ball, ball hog working together on this did you happen to catch the super bowl yeah absolutely that's one of the top uh top games of the year of course i i wouldn't miss it i'm surprised that you're probably surprised that we didn't start the show with the super bowl right i i was a little shocked but you know what we got to give recognition to kfc basketball and what they're doing so oh, yeah they they, absolutely. they they deserve to actually get the opening part of the show but of course. We, we did have the Super Bowl though, Kate. And here's my mm -hmm. opinion. If, right. You know, if the refs did not call that holding penalty, I think it <laughs> might have been the greatest Super Bowl of all time because the Eagles would have had about a minute and a half to march down the field to either tie the game or to win it with a touchdown by Jalen Hurts. Honestly, I I totally agree. It was just like really really unfortunate circumstances right there at the end and i'm like it's just a just a sad a sad moment for the eagles i like i i feel for jalen hurts and everything that he's put together this season but like honestly like he's he's done some great things for the eagles the organization and i'm excited for what what's to come for him next season um, but the Chiefs, that was, that was, you know, I congratulate them. That was, that was a, that was a good Super Bowl. It was. Not many Super Bowls within the last few years have been, um, that, like, well-balanced. Um, it was, it was good. Yeah, it was, like, really, it was a great game, like, beginning to end, um, 
like you you just wanted it to keep going i wish it could have just gone into more like overtime like let's let's just keep playing um but unfortunately there has to be a winner there has to be a loser and i think it it you just can't you can't write it um i'm i'm excited to see what what happens next season i mean mahomes we get it homeboy is unreal getting himself another another ring within like what a few years like that's crazy his first five years he's he's reached unreal. three super bowls yeah he's he's like trying to start like a tom brady-esque uh type of uh uh, gold mine out here he's trying to just be like that tradition kind of carry that for the chiefs like what brady did for the pats which is like crazy but i don't know we'll see big things are happening well the chiefs are still the odds on favorite in 2023 to win the super bowl but i think their division is going to get a little bit tougher with sean payton joining the broncos mm -hmm. with russell wilson the raiders just released Derek carr but they might go after a quarterback, right. uh, maybe Aaron Rodgers. That's a possibility going to Vegas. And then the Chargers have Kellen Moore now as their offensive coordinator. I think that Justin Herbert is pretty much just as talented as Patrick Mahomes. I think that you give Patrick mm -hmm. Mahomes that big contract, your team's going to have a lot of holes. The Chiefs don't have any star linebackers. They don't have a whole lot in the secondary. They paid the big money to Chris Jones. I mean, he is very valuable. Chris Jones is the reason why the Chiefs won that first Super Bowl. And then the special right. team, the Giants gifting Kadarius Tony to the Chiefs. And he had the largest, the longest punt return in Super Bowl history. It was just unreal. Like you can't you can't predict where these players are going to end up. Like I mean you just gotta like enjoy enjoy them on the on on the uh on the game that they're at like it's just every every season every game like you don't know if they're gonna get traded or they're just gonna go like do a tom brady and just retire uh and then come back within like a few days um so you don't you don't know what's gonna happen but it's it's good to just stay positive on on what's what's out there so i mean yeah there's definitely a lot of potential in uh in that in that uh gosh i'm i'm blinking on on the terminology but yeah it's going to be franchise? it's going to be yeah it's something yeah the franchise it's going to be definitely a tough uh a tough area for uh the chiefs next season just because i mean mahomes i mean he's great but he's he doesn't have like he's not going to have all those guys around him next season so we'll see okay we'll i see. know that you are a seattle seahawks fan and yes loyal loyal out here they exceeded their expectations geno smith leading them to the playoffs i thought the seahawks were going to be one of the worst teams in the league after russell wilson left <laughs> but geno smith he led them to the playoffs and right. you know they played the 49ers tough in the first half <laughs> I mean, right? You guys, the 49ers were firing on firing on all cylinders, but you know, we just 
Seahawks could not compete. We it just was that was a rough game to watch. <laughs> but you got to understand the Seahawks have the Broncos pick. So they're going to get the number That's 5 right. overall pick in the 2023 draft. I'm looking at some of the mock drafts. They got them taking Jalen Carter or Will Anderson. You're going to get a pass rusher. It's going right. to be like the days. You remember the good old days in Seattle where you didn't have to worry about the two ends because you had Cliff Averill and you had Michael Bennett. Hmm. Oh, my gosh. That is – that's like feels like forever ago. Wow. Those are the days. Well, look at – they um, started two offensive rookie tackles, Charles Cross and Abraham Lucas. They started in all 16 – they started in all their games. Kenneth Walker was a home run for – you know, they drafted him. He rushed for a thousand yards. Tariq Woolen got him in the fifth round. Six interceptions. Kobe Bryant with four forced fumbles. Insane. And then uh, Boye Mafi with three sacks. Every draft pick in the 2022 NFL draft, the Seahawks hit a home run. You know what? That is that's a positive thing to take away from it. At least the Seahawks have a solid rapport with the draft <laughs> and you know what i'm i'm hoping that the 2023 uh draft fares well for the seahawks as well you know if anything we can only go up from here and maybe we can get that rivalry back to where it was in the early 2010s with the 49 maybe the seahawks yeah i i would love that that would that would be great to actually get like pumped and see like a real competition instead of just one guy, one team over overpowering the other team. Like it's just the David and Goliath situation. And I'm like, ah, this is not fun to watch. <laughs> like I just want to see like a real uh competitive game. Sort of like Super Bowl 57, you know? That was that was like everything that you wanted in the game minus uh some of the the calls that were made i mean it was still a good game just that's that's what you you long for well i'm glad you brought it back to super bowl 57 because i wanted to mention about rihanna and the halftime performance <laughs> it was yes. a safe it was a safe halftime performance she's saying about 13 of her biggest hits in about a mm -hmm. minute span each and she was also pregnant and also right. up on top of that that apparatus thing in the beginning. I mean, I don't know how she does it. Pregnant. Mm. Like that is unreal. She she's just doing doing the most out here. I I was watching it and going, she's going up. She's going up in the air. I don't I don't know how she did it. Like I would be afraid of heights. <laughs> that's a, that's just crazy. But she did it a phenomenal job. She did. But and is it is it a top five missing all a beat. Do you, do you think it's a top Ooh. five all performance? I mean, are we considering like all the Super Bowl half times? Because then it gets kind of tricky. Because you got Prince. I think Prince is still number There's one. There's so many good ones. Well, there is. I mean, last year's Dr. Dre, so Eminem. Oh, that one was really good. You see, it's just—I mean, it—it's definitely on the list of of top half times. I would, 
I would probably put it in the top five. Yeah. I don't know where on the list, but I, I would definitely put it in there. I mean, Very she was doing all the, she was doing all her uh, singing. Like there was no other guests with her, which no, I feel like. No surprise guests. I thought that when she was crazy. Singing, I thought when she was seen in Run This Town, because that's a Jay-Z mm -hmm. song. I thought that Jay-Z was going to pop out. A, what? You thought he was going to pop I thought, out. Somewhere. I thought he was going to pop out. I thought Jay-Z was going to make an appearance because she started seeing and run this town. Right. And she's like, you know what? I can do all this by myself. I don't yeah, need anyone I got else this. here. <laughs> and she did it with such like ease. Um, I was just like in awe of all this. Absolutely incredible. Incredible, incredible. performance. Did you Absolutely. have a favorite Super Bowl commercial? Ooh. That is a good question. I have to think about that one for a second. Okay. There was there was like a handful that really like pulled me in. Um one of them being the Ben Affleck. Yeah, or the Dunkin' Donuts. Ben, yeah, Ben Affleck, Dunkin' Donuts commercial. You know, that was that was really clever. You know, Ben Affleck had two Super Bowl commercials. Did he? What? Yeah, it was a movie trailer for the for the Air Jordan movie. Oh yeah, that's right. You see, I saw that and I was just like, I don't know about that one. I don't know that movie. I don't know about it. I'm not too sure. And then the it's, that would be an interesting trailers, one. Speaking of movie trailers, yeah. the the Flash. I know this is way oh, before yeah. your time. They're bringing back Michael Keaton as Batman. That's a that's awesome. Yeah, he's one of the one of the best. Uh, one of one of one of the best Batman. A lot, lot of good movie trailers. I mean, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. We had uh, Indiana Jones. I'm always a fan one. of the movie trailers during the Super Bowl commercial. You are. That's a, yeah. that's interesting. I you see, I don't really seek out the movie trailers, but that's good to. Good to know. Um, I always look for like the really clever commercials, um, like the who was it? The Blue Moon commercial. I thought that was really funny. Oh, because it was a. It was not a. It was like Miller Light and. Or the Sarah McLaughlin by a wolf. Oh, I don't know if I remember that one. Oh my gosh! You see, I when I step out the room, it's like man. All the good ones seem to pop up. Tubi, that was a funny one. Yeah. Did you think that somebody grabbed your remote and started changing the channel? Man, I did. I really did. I was like, dang it. This happens too much. Well, Kate, <laughs> on a serious note, did you happen to see the, the, the flag football commercial? Oh, gosh. I'm trying to. So it was kind of like, Wait. remember the 100-year the NFL anniversary? It. Yeah. It was like one of those. A couple of years ago, they had the kid uh, take it to the house. And then uh, mm -hmm. he, he just like stood by the Pat Tillman statue and I nearly lost it. I like I started bawling my eyes out. Oh, I this think one I saw was, like a little bit of it. This one, I started getting a little tear eyed because I have two girls and how oh, the man. fact that they could play flag football is just oh. really Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, yeah, I did see that one. That one was really good. That was really good. It was that was it was like a tearjerker. It was It was. But it was did really you see it? It was where Billy Jean empowering as hell. You remember when Billy Jean Keen like uh opened up the door and then the guy like knocks oh gosh, down and she yes. goes, Oops. 
it was just it was perfect it was it was, it was really good we love to see perfect. women in sports and pushing more of that agenda it was great i i really hope to see more of that and i how many commercials did we see with serena williams am i right oh yeah the caddyshack <laughs> one with the Michelob ultra where uh tony yeah Rome like i feel like she was Murray. everywhere i know oh my gosh unreal man we could we could spend the whole show talking about the super bowl commercials oh man you really could there's so many so many and some that were just duds you're like oh what is this there were some duds but it is always fun it's always fun to watch them because they they always get so hyped up whether you've seen them before the 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 game actually starts which i mean that's kind of a bummer to to show commercials before the game starts, but it is always fun to see them. Well, Kate, football's over. Well, the NFL, we still got, we got the XFL oh, yes. on Saturday. The XFL is coming, but you know. XFL, right. What is it? Uh, today is Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, by the way. Um, oh, yes. Pitchers that is and right. catchers. Kate, Ooh. you know where I'm going with this, right? Pitchers and catchers reporting in two days. Oh, we we got spring training. You are a baseball fan, right? I mean, I follow a little bit, but you, not, you're a not Mariners as much as fan, I should right? Be. What was that? You're a, a Mariners uh, fan, right? I mean, not as often. No, I think I've become more of a, a Braves fan living out here. Of course. Of course. Yes. The Atlanta Braves. I believe oh. 2023 it's going to be a special year. You think I so? Think, I do. I think that the Braves I think the Braves will make the postseason. They've won six straight division titles. We're starting to see hmm. this core group of players, Ozzy Albies, Ronald Acuña Jr., Austin Riley, Michael Harris. Mm-hmm. They're starting to lock up their key pieces yeah they're gonna miss dansby swanson but you got von Grissom that can go play short the braves will be fine that you know spencer strider coming back for a second season max freed you know i'll take the Braves starting rotation of spencer strider max freed and mike soroka up against any three aces that you know bring it on if the dodgers want to go sign another big time free agent I don't care. The Dodgers ain't winning a World Series. They try to buy all these players, and they're just not built for the postseason. And the Phillies, I mean, it was shocking that the Braves lost to the Phillies in the postseason last year. But you know. So let's talk about what you have been doing in your broadcasting career, being interviewing yeah. Atlanta United players, well, former Atlanta United players. Uh, you you write for Saturday Down South or Saturday Football Down South or – yeah, I mean, you, you got it. Saturday down south. Mm-hmm. Saturday down south. Yeah, I just added the football. Um, yeah, no. I mean it is football. Yeah, you're not wrong. It is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't mind. Don't mind the ambulance over there in the background. No, no big worries. <laughs> it adds to it, the flavor of the show. It does. It, you know, it, there ain't nothing going on that that we don't know about. Exactly. Let's talk about Atlanta United. Devastating news when they decided to part ways with Joseph Martinez. He was yes. their face of their franchise, the all-time leading goal scorer for Atlanta United. Led them to an MLS Cup in 2018. You know, I thought about mm-hmm. 
how great Atlanta United started off in their franchise, and then for some reason, they're just not the same. They lost that firepower after the 2020 season when they lost Joseph Martinez to that injury, and he never really was the same player. And they don't have that core of guys like a Joseph Martinez, a Miguel Almiron, a Michael Parkhurst, uh, a Greg Garza. Some of, some of these players. Oh, that my you gosh, have, yes. Darlington Nagby. This, oh, my gosh. This was this was wow. it, this that was, was Atlanta's squad. team. That was the squad. Brad Guzan. Remember, I, I watched that MLS Unreal. Cup in 2018 from start to finish against the Portland Timbers. And I thought to myself, please let this be an Atlanta championship. I know it's MLS, but at the time, Atlanta did not see a championship in the city since 1995 with the Braves. It was special. And I really wanted really to go to the parade. I know the parade wasn't as big as the Braves or Georgia, but it, that mm-hmm. was a special moment in the city when Atlanta United won the MLS Cup. Right. I, yeah, I I wanted to go to the parade. I didn't I didn't go, but it was it was such a pivotal moment in uh Atlanta history. A lot of people don't think it was, but it was a big big time uh just to win the MLS Cup when soccer was not even a thing in Atlanta, um, mm-hmm. let alone in 2018 when they started their season the year prior or actually that same season. So it was just kind of crazy to even put into words. So, yeah, if anything from Joseph Martinez, we got an MLS Cup. And he was such a, a big part of that success um obviously with having key playmakers on the top um in the back as well so it it was just a good squad um and um, they all just kind of found other teams after that success which i don't i don't blame them they like darlington nagme he after after 2018, he uh, traded to Columbus uh, crew, and the rest has been history. So it's just oh, like know. all these, Julian all these Gressel. players that you were so ready for. Yeah, Julian Gressel. Now he's what with Vancouver. So it's just yeah, the Vancouver Whitecaps. It's very sad. Oh, no. But I, I thought that Atlanta United too really developed their young players like George Bello. Mm-hmm. And uh, Miles Robinson. I mean, they have some young players. Can Atlanta United compete in the MLS? Well, I mean, it is hard. When you see the success of, like, Nashville SC and Charlotte FC, when you see the these expansion teams coming, St. Louis has got an expansion team this year. I think Albert Pujols is a, a part-time owner. But, yeah, Inter-Miami, <laughs> that's where Joseph Martinez is now. I know there are talks if Lionel Messi ever uh, gets to the twilight of his career that that's where he's going. It it is crazy. I know. It's great to see all this potential for Atlanta soccer. Well, their first game at the Bins is February the 25th against the San Jose Earthquakes. It's coming here very soon. Very soon. Absolutely. I can't wait. I mean, I talk Major League Soccer here on this show. I mean, because I – also talk indoor soccer 
So we got a nice indoor right. soccer team here in Columbus called the Columbus Rapids, and I yeah, I, yeah. I need to I need to games. get down to Columbus and uh, see a, see a game. See yeah, our next game is February the 22nd against the Tampa Bay Strikers. The head coach for the Tampa Bay Strikers is the former Tampa Bay Buccaneers kicker, Martin Gramatica. That is awesome. Yeah, won a Super Bowl with them in the 2002. Wow. And now he's just doing indoor soccer. There you go. This is, I mean, it's so crazy. I need to make my way down to Columbus. Yeah, definitely. Got to catch a got to catch a Rapids game and go uh, hang oh. out hang out with uh, Javaris. So I don't, yes, I, don't know, I don't know what he's. You should have added Javaris on here. I know. Well, I reached out to him and I said, "Hey, you remember back in 2020? I was at a Columbus State game and <laughs> I was talking to you. You were still a student there. And uh, do you remember me? Because that was like a long time ago." And he said, "Yeah, he remembers me." Oh. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I was mentioning him yeah. uh, not too long ago to you, and he was just like, yeah, Richard's great. He's the best. And I was like, oh, I love that. Well, I appreciate that, that he's saying that. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really I definitely cool. got to get him on. Um, yeah, that would be awesome if we can uh, we can get on and, and do a yeah. podcast. Yeah, maybe uh, in the future we'll have to get something set up. Very cool. I saw that you uh, just produced a new podcast. I did. We're yeah. back on the podcast. Yeah, I, I subscribed to your podcast a long time ago. So anytime you get a oh new Oh my episode, gosh. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, it's always good to share experiences with other people that have had similar experiences uh, and just be able to learn how they got to where they're, got to where they're at now. Um, it's just, it's just a cool, cool, uh, moment to to just be able to share with someone else because i i uh, took a bit of a hiatus from it and i can understand because podcasting can get i got burned out about two months ago it's a lot yeah i was i was trying to do the podcast i was trying to get a guest on every day and i was also calling games i was calling high school basketball games i was calling columbus mm-hmm. state soccer and I was actually attending other sporting events to actually write about stuff in my podcast. And now that I'm a sports writer, it's just so much stuff that I'm doing. And, oh you know, gosh. I just felt, you know, which is nice. It's, it's nice to do this stuff. too much happening. I, just, yeah. I have to find a balance. Yes. Of course. Like uh, when I'm public address announcing for uh, the high school basketball, my basketball game I did Friday night, you know, it's a win-win because I took my daughter with me, watching my kid and calling a game that's that's how you do it that's how you do it yeah there's yeah. gonna be a uh, <laughs> documentary about you one day we're, we're gonna learn the richard holdridge story and how he and how he made it happen that's what's up love it well kate you continue representing the kennesaw marietta area we are trying marietta smyrna woodstock ackworth they should just take all five of those little, cities and just look kennesaw state Look. Oh, oh my oh. i i have one of those because i got it do you it was a free i went to the spring game in 2015 like, and i got funny. that isn't it cute yeah yeah the, it says fifth third bank it. down on the bottom so yeah it does. I, was, I received that as a gift because i went to the spring game in 2015 because i was still living up in kennesaw okay yeah i missed out on them having yeah. a football team i saw fifth third bank stadium getting built and i missed oh. 
Kennesaw State, so you but just I did need get to, to go see, to a game. I know I got to go to a Kennesaw State game. I know it was short lived. I don't know if you were living in the in 2010 mm-hmm. and 2011. The Atlanta beat the soccer mm-hmm. team was there. That's what I the, heard. The women's yeah. professional. Yeah, the women's professional then, but... soccer team. That's pretty yeah, pretty yeah. awesome. Hope Solo was on that team. <laughs> Wow, that, that's so crazy! Why can't we get it back? I know. I don't did understand not why get, that couldn't that couldn't survive. I thought not, it was a good product. Did it I, not uh, get the fans? People didn't I come don't know. out. No, I, I, well, I, the league actually folded. Oh, did it? Yeah. Man. Well, but, uh, yeah. Maybe speak it into existence. Uh, Atlanta will get an NWSL team. I'd like to see that an NWSL team. <laughs> Yeah, that would be really, really neat. I think, especially with the success of Atlanta United, I mean, it would be great to see a women's team kind of take the, oh, the throne away. And then also the Atlanta Dream. You know, they had the Rookie of the Year right. last year, Ryan Howard. She Give was a double-double every night. W. Absolutely. A double-double every night. And remember, the I Dream went to two WNBA finals. Although they ran into a buzzsaw because Maya Moore, at during her prime, the Minnesota Lynx were a very hard team to stop. They just mm. they just couldn't stop her. Yeah, I know. I could talk WNBA as well. I love it. I need I to get more into the WNBA, to be honest. I've been to one WNBA game. I went to a Sacramento Monarchs game. They don't even exist anymore. Mm. Dang. That was that was back in the and how uh, was early two thousands. It was fine. It, it yeah. was good. I think they were playing the Miami Soul. So another team that's been disfunct out of the league. No longer. No longer exists. But the Las Vegas wow. Aces are the defending WNBA champions. And, you know, they they looked amazing last year. And this will also be Crazy. the first WNBA season in 20 years without Sue Bird. Oh, my gosh. It just doesn't seem real. It doesn't. So used to seeing her on the on the floor. What you is think this? Of a, you think of one of the now we have Candace Parker. Candace Parker going to be doing big things. Obviously, Diana Taurasi. I feel like she's going to be keep keep killing it out there. <laughs> she's probably well, never going to retire. Earlier on my segment, I talked about Georgia basketball because you know mm-hmm. this is the fortieth anniversary of both Georgia men and women's basketball teams reaching the Final Four. 1983, the men's team, led by head coach Hugh Durham, led Georgia to the right. Final Four. They did lose to NC State. They made a 30-for-30 30 30 about it. I don't know if you heard about the whole beating five slamma jamma on, on the Derek Wittenberg shot. Anyway, that's neither mm-hmm. here or there. Georgia did make it to the Final Four because they beat, get this, in the Elite Eight, they beat Michael Jordan and the North Carolina Tar Heels in the Elite Eight. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> no, no, I just went down a rabbit hole there. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> so it, the Rookie Contract Podcast, is it just a sports feature on people or can you kind of, yeah. kind of broaden it? Talk about the latest sports topics. So honestly, like it, it kind of differs. Like it's features. Do you want to like keep it, keep it a sports feature? Because well, I think you got you found your niche. Yeah, I, I really just do it to like help other people in sports. Um, you're telling so, their story. That's what. You're yeah, doing. have them share 
their journey. Have you reached out to Jack Patterson? Oh, I have, I have connected with him, but I haven't had him on the show. So, you know what? Maybe I'll ask him if he wants to be on. He's an amazing story because he went to Shaw High School. He grew up in Columbus and now he's the sports director at WRBL. He's, he's really done it all. I really commend him. I, I spoke to him on the phone, like back in 2022, like last year, a few months ago. Um, yeah, he was super inspiring just to hear more of like what he's overcome. I'll definitely reach out to him and see what's up. Absolutely. He's available. No, Kate, it's been a privilege having you as a guest here on the sports beat once again. And I definitely want to let, let you know that you are more than welcome to come back anytime. I love it. Yes. No, thank you again, Richard. It was a delight sharing more of my, my takes on different sports and, Kind of what's what's happening moving forward I'm and gonna, I'm moving excited. forward movie yeah. forward stream yard every mm. time yeah uh, yes stream yard i'm <laughs> i'm gonna keep that in mind the other platforms not so much and don't mind the pink car seat in my back seat. That's my. Yeah, I wasn't even looking, but now, no, it's now my eyes are going Hang there. Hang on a second. Oh, there we go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kate Norm. Once again, mm. we've had a very successful episode of the Sports Beat. Yep, and really, Kate, you got to be honored. This is episode five sixty two. Oh my gosh! Look at you. You you've made so many episodes. That over yourself. 50 guests. Privilege to be on the show today. Thank you. Speaking to real pioneer in broadcasting and excited to see what's next for you. Thank you. I appreciate that, Kate. And good luck mm-hmm. on your broadcasting career as well. I'm really excited about hearing the next Rookie Contract Podcast episode. I appreciate it. We we shall see. We shall see what happens. Right. But like I always do with my here. guests. Kate, like yeah. I always do with my guests, tell my audience where they can find you on social media. Oh, yes. You can just put my my name in, Kate Norum, on Twitter, Instagram. And then you can follow my podcast, The Rookie Contract, uh, on Twitter at rookie underscore contract. Um, and on Instagram... I think that's rookie contract as well. But either way, follow me on my personal Twitter and I'll, I'll follow you back. Awesome. All right, everybody. Awesome. That was Kate Norm. Hope everybody has a great night. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. You are listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, broadcasted on WQEE 99.1 FM The Key from 2 to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. This is a local podcast that covers columbus sports and beyond if you would like to hear more of this podcast you can download us on apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or spotify wherever you get your podcasts and i hope you have a great rest of your day